when I used to um, download a whole series, it would feel like such an accomplishment. accomplishment. And then I'd burn them on C- <laughs> burn them on CDs, and and then I'd keep the CDs so carefully. And now, uh, just a week or so back, I was looking at those CDs like, <laughs> what's the point? What's the now point? I'm a Muslim and That's Okay presents some of the most interesting women I know. Hi everyone, may peace be on you all and welcome to episode 4 of my special interview segment of some of the most interesting women I know. And today's guest is a very, very special friend of mine, Maria Khan. And we were just discussing, I have known her now for almost 20 years. And it's, and that's the thing, this is, again, this is the first time I am actually meeting Maria. I mean, meeting over the internet because she is in Lahore, Pakistan. We are completely different, separate parts of the world. It's night there, it's daytime here. But it's fantastic to be uh, finally be able to see you, Maria. Please introduce yourself. Yeah, okay. No, it's uh, it's great to be able to talk to you. Um, I'm an illustrator slash artist. Um, I live in Lahore. I've studied fine arts from the National College of Arts. And um, even though people um, expected me to be a painter, and I am a painter sometimes, but um, I ever since I was little, I was very nerdy. Like the average kid likes cartoons and comics and stuff. But I never grew out of it. And um, I always thought I looked at um, all the cartoons and stuff and I'd be like, wow, these people are so lucky. They get to make cartoons for a living. I wish I could do that. And I remember um, as a kid, I'd think, Okay. There are no uh, Pakistani cartoons, no Pakistani comics, so we mm. don't have those jobs here. And I'd be really sad. I'd be like, oh, I guess I'd have to be like get a very normal sort of job. Exactly. And uh, but but luckily, um, by the time I was done with my graduation, I, I got to work in a kids um, television channel and I got to do animations over there. And yeah, then um, thanks to the internet. Um, I got to do a lot of freelance work and of course the, the biggest most amazing thing was thanks to the internet again I got to meet Shela and you know <laughs> uh, people like her thing, uh, that, that those are the similarities that both of us have because when I was growing up I was obsessed with cartoons like any cartoon it was a it was like a bona fide obsession and not a lot of people know that about me, but I was like, I had seen so many cartoons, like, and I would watch the same thing over and over again. I mean, uh, you know, I was the kind of nerd that I could identify who, like, directed and produced which episode of uh, Tom and Jerry just by looking at the, uh, the artistic style and the animation. That's the kind of nerd I was. But yeah, same here. The thing is, in Pakistan, when you're a woman, you don't have that. We didn't have those kind of, I guess, people to look up to. We did. There was nobody that we could like really look up to that really did illustration or was in the even in the graphic design industry. That's what what I ultimately went into. I didn't go into full time illustration like you did, uh, Maria. But, uh, you know, we did not have any female role models. So we were really struggling at that time when the internet was new and there was dial up. And both of us have a thing for anime. We, we, I mean, I don't know how far back it was for you, but I got into anime very, very young. 
And for those who might not know, anime is、uh, animation specifically from Japan. And for two women in Pakistan to be into that, I mean, A, it's a huge coincidence for that to happen. But then to be able to find each other over the internet was also a huge coincidence because I remember at that time I used to illustrate as well. And I used to illustrate in the、uh, anime style and I used to put them up on the internet very haphazardly. And that's when、um, Maria reached out to me and I was like, oh my God, there's another, another person who's just like me. And that was incredible. Yeah.、Uh, I still remember.、Uh, I've been into anime. Um, since I was a kid, I guess, but I didn't know what it was till、um, we had the internet. And、uh, then I saw all these、uh, fan art sites and、uh, anime art sites, and there were people from all over the world. And I used to think,、um, are there any Pakistani anime artists out there? Because、um, I, I kind of doubted it because、um, I was、um, in college, I think. Uh, yeah, and, I, and throughout my school years and even college, I knew of no girl, not even、mm. any guy who knew anything about anime. It was always,、uh, you know, the usual fandoms were like Backstreet Boys back then, or right,、um, right. I don't know, Bollywood movies. Bollywood. Nothing even, and that is,、uh, the most nerdy you could get was.、Uh, Like Disney movies, Disney animated or stuff. Or maybe Star and, and Trek. Maybe because they used to like air Star Trek at that time. But that was, I guess that would be, have been the nerdiest thing there.、Uh, but、uh, not, nothing in animation that I was aware of that there would be very, so few people that, that even not, again, not in Pakistan. And she, Maria was the first person I had met that、oh, same country, same interests. And it was amazing. And that's,、yeah. th- that's how we met. Yeah.、Uh, was, I was just looking at that email I sent to you、um, when I stalked you online. I just did a search, anime in Pakistan. And、um, I remember when、uh, Shela's page popped up. I was so excited. I was like, <laughs> wow, I can't believe this. I found someone. And it was, yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was, you, you were the best thing on the internet. You, you won the internet for me that day because, you know, you, you, you feel so.、Um, It just feels so good to have a no. I used to think,、eh, am I not a normal Pakistani? Why, don't I, why am I not interested in normal Pakistani things? Or, or why aren't Pakistanis interested in the stuff I'm interested in? Is it like, a, is it like childish? Is it too nerdy?、Mm. Uh, but you know, it was good to know that there are other people out there. Like, that you're not、like、alone. That, I think that's, what, that's when yeah, we yeah. found each other. It was more like, I'm not alone in this. Okay,、yeah. fine. I can't be normal. It's never going to happen. At least that there's. Somebody else that who's who's into it, and I'm not alone. So, I mean, that's and that's what happened is that we would compare notes so often. I mean, you you illustrated, I illustrated, and then we would push each other in in those directions. I think for me, when I chose a, again a profession that was not generally meant for women at that time, when I went into graphic design, was because it. Okay, fine, I'm gonna do this. It's just because I have somebody else who's also doing something that is not what is a normal profession. I didn't、uh, go into illustration full time, but I used to follow you and I used to, it used to make me so happy that you're doing it. And, I, and that's the thing I didn't, I mean, I guess I sort of 
drifted away from illustration because I was not sure how yeah, I, I could turn it into a, a full-time career. But, you know, you did, made it work, Maria. I mean, and that's, and that's fantastic, you know. And then at that time, because the internet was emerging, they had new avenues. And we, we started having more TV channels at that time. I mean, I remember when we were growing up, we only had one, a singular Pakistani TV yeah. channel. We did not have like the 20,000 channels we have now. But yeah, because it, there was more TV channels emerging, they needed people who did what you do right now. And uh, right now, do you, where do you work? Are you do, you're not still doing freelance. Um, yeah, I am. Um, oh, okay. Currently doing freelance. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the thing. It's um, I haven't really figured it out 100%. It's mm-hmm. like um, I work like nine to five jobs sometimes. And when I get tired of that, I, I switch back to freelance. And even that is kind of iffy. You don't really know for sure. Some, there are some times when you're like, uh, oh, I don't have any work now. <laughs> and, but yeah. I, uh, the, the, I think the, the flexibility is great, Maria. I mean, yeah, uh, that you uh, now that you can do that in Pakistan, that you know you have the choice that you can. It's not the nine to five. You can do freelance as well. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, what in what industries or or I guess what companies have you worked for in Pakistan? That's what I I want to know because I know I saw some of them that used your illustrations and your animations but I'm not even I'm not aware of the full scale of which companies have you worked for and what have you done for them? I started off with a kids uh, TV channel um, it only lasted for a year so then they had some financial problems and mm-hmm. um, the whole channel had to shut down that was a good experience so I had a lot of my work on the, uh, television as well mm-hmm. and um, then uh, I worked for a long time um, for game design companies mm-hmm. uh, doing concept art and stuff. Right. Uh, so, uh, that sort of stuff um, wasn't shared online a lot. They usually release uh, the artwork along with the game and mm-hmm. not, uh, they wouldn't allow you to show you that stuff anywhere else. And uh, uh, then um, I also worked for a Pakistani media company, like what people like referring to and, and they hated that uh, as the Pakistani BuzzFeed. They basically oh. did articles and comics and cartoons um, called Mango Buzz and um, uh, they also uh, decided to have this uh, section with uh, comics relating uh, to the Pakistani experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did a series of uh, illustrated idioms um, and um, I think that's so I think uh, thanks to them um, uh, they shared my, my work quite a lot and uh, I got a big following um, to them. Um, I was with them for like uh, three years, I think. Mm-hmm. No, wait, two years. Two years. Yeah, yeah. Played a lot of uh, content for them. And um, what? Um, what's your preferred medium? And I know a lot of people might not understand, but the thing is, most people who are illustrators have a favorite thing that they do like working on. I mean, I I was at one time very religiously pen, pencil and paper. And now I've switched over to doing it digitally. So what is it that you prefer, Maria? Do you prefer illustrating di- digitally or do you prefer the pencil and paper? Or any other, well, any other medium that you like? Uh, it's a bit of both. Um, talking about the process, I think I enjoy the initial part of the process, the sketching and brainstorming the most. Ah. That's when I have the most fun. When you know, right. you, know you, you haven't finalized what you want to do and you do a bunch of sketches and they're really silly. And if, if I showed them to you right now, you'd be like, these are the squiggles. But I enjoy that process a lot. I enjoy, I usually do those um, on my sketchbook, not on the computer. I get to work more uh, faster right. that way. And 
um, then I um, finish them and clean them up uh, digitally. Right. That's that's quicker. That's quicker than if I did them in watercolors and uh, you know with traditional media you don't have an undo button. Undo button. You don't have an undo so, button. Uh, that's that's what I yeah. notice. Like you become sort of addicted to it. Like oh no, I've done this wrong. Let's undo it. Yeah. So for for the initial parts, uh, sketching, I like. I, I love sketching. I just uh, that I enjoy that process a lot. And then I uh, sort of uh, transfer it to my laptop, and, and that when and that's when I just color it. And I it, it's still fun, but it's not the same as that in spontaneousness of uh, sketching. Right. So I, I guess that that would make a pen on uh, pencil and paper my favorite medium. Right. And right. digitally too. Digitally because it's just so convenient. It's it uh, is you can very do convenient. Super fast. Tell me how. Again, when we were growing up, we did not have a lot of digital art, animation, anything that you want to put in in that particular field that that used to be happening. You know, we did not have any conventions. We did not have any. I mean, I hate to call it TED Talks, but you know, uh, those sort of forums that you, these things really got exposure on. But I know that you've been a part of some of those in Pakistan. So tell me about that. Yeah, things have changed so much. Uh, um, when I, back when I first met you, I remember thinking, okay, this is the way it's going to stay. I don't <laughs> think. Uh, <laughs> People are ever going to be into anime if it's. Uh, I don't think it's ever going to be a mainstream thing. But it's changed so much now. Right. Every other day, without even looking, you come across the work of another Pakistani illustrator. There, right. there are so many anime fans. You have you have anime conventions now. You actually have. Wow! I would have. Like, that was our dream, Maria. That was our dream that we could go to one of those conventions. Yeah, uh, it's just just uh, amazing. They, they they come up with these really detailed costumes, and wow. it's so dedicated. Wow. And, and they're all kids, you know. Like yeah. it's, it's become a <laughs> to thing us, now. they're kids, Maria. But we've yeah. grown quite a bit. Yeah. So when I go to these conventions, I'm like, oh, I feel so old. I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, it's interesting though uh, that the thing is, since I've been doing all of this illustration and uh, digital art for so long, um, I didn't realize that. I sort of become recall a forerunner. Uh, I, I think I'm one of the people who's been uh, one of the uh, women who's been doing digital illustration for probably the longest time. Right. Uh, one of the pe- women. Yeah. So I don't remember anybody. Uh, just a, a few people. Just a handful. Of, for a handful of people who were doing this stuff. So uh, people, uh, you know, uh, at this one convention I uh, went to in Lahore. Uh, I just I was just visiting it, and um, some of the people recognized me. Uh, they were talking to me, and uh, they were like, "Oh, you're you're her," uh, and they were like, "Oh, okay, uh, we we're like really like your work." And uh, they were having a panel um, with some other comic book artists and uh, other digital artists and creators, and they said, "Oh, can you please be part of the panel?" I was like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you know we'd like to talk to you, and it's great that you're visiting. So that's that was a nice surprise, you know. Like even without me trying, I, that, that that's I'm that's so great, Mali. Can you imagine? I mean, that was one of those things that we wanted, that we wish that we could have had at that time when we were. For the both of us, we taught ourselves this art. Both of us were not. 
I mean, I don't know about you in NCA, but I know for myself when I was in the visual studies department in in Karachi University, I was not taught illustration. You had a illustration class, but you were not like really taught taught these things. You were just given the pencil and you were given free reign that you could illustrate however you you were used to illustrating. And lucky for me, I had been illustrating for a long time even before I went to university to get my bachelor's degree. But you know, we did not have any mentors. Like I said before, we didn't have any mentors to teach us these things. We just taught taught ourselves, you know, filling up sketchbooks over sketchbooks over sketchbooks of all of the stuff over the years. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. And even though I went to NCA, but the strange thing is, you'd think they'd be more encouraging about illustration. But since I did fine arts, and um, uh, fine artists have this sort of snobby outlook, they think <laughs> that uh, painting, uh, sculpture, etc., are like high art, and illustration is low art. Oh god! So um, I used to have such a hard time with some of uh, my teachers. Um, I wanted to bring more illustrative elements into my work, right. and they'd be like, "No, <laughs> this is oh, this is not art. This is like this is your hobby. You can do that on the side, but." They did actually, and I've heard, I've seen this thing with, with a lot of other anime artists or illustrators. Uh, they don't take your work seriously because uh, uh, they don't think it's uh, fine art, and which is strange. Which is strange. Uh, looking at contemporary art, right? <laughs> and because I think um, I've actually heard some artists say that painting or um, representational art is out of fashion, and now it's all about um, the concept. Mm. Even if it's like you can literally place a random object, and as long as you have a concept, that's art, and that's more cutting edge. And um, um, actual drawing skill is no longer valued as valued. And that's the thing. I mean, and I can't say this for all illustrators or all comic book artists. But uh, for us to even illustrate, we uh, do go through the same artistic process that you just can't draw a figure and be it okay unless you understand human things like human proportions, he, things like we spent hours and hours drawing before we got to where we were. It's the same process as traditional fine arts that you just couldn't start. Drawing and be an artist, you do have a certain process to it, and know the, I guess, calculations of drawing too. You need to know a perspective. You need to know all of these things that are also required in fine arts to be able to illustrate well. Even in fine arts, there's good artists, there's bad artists. You can be a good illustrator and bad illustrator. It all depends on how much effort you've actually put into what you've created. So it's not just that illustrators are not just people who are drawing. We do have a method to it. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. So I, I, I don't understand it. Um, you, that's the thing. You can be a bad fine artist, but you'll still be valued. Your work will still be valued or taken more seriously, seriously. than a good illustrators' work. Good illustrators' so work. Yeah. It's just that uh, I think it's because of we do it commercially, I guess. And as a fine yeah. artist, you're not encouraged to do it commercially. And again, there's always the two sides of it. I think uh, what, uh, gosh, what what Banksy did last year when his painting got sold and then he shredded it was one of those things. I mean, may and a lot of people, you know, they discussed it as was it. Um, 
I guess, a promotional gimmick or not. But again, he's being paid for his work too. And he could be drawing on the walls and still get paid for it. And here we are toiling away for an industry. And just because we're doing it for an industry, we're not getting paid as much. Yeah. And um, even though like the fine art world is an industry in itself, you, right. a lot of artists I know, they are doing it commercially as well the main objective is to sell a painting they won't do it right. uh, to you know express themselves they do it to con- conform to a certain way you know you'll sell your painting and so i think it's become very uh, commercial as well right so, uh, i don't see yeah the thing is i i don't see anything actually bad about it because hey you you do need to be able to sustain what you do uh, or sustain yeah, yourself yeah. and you do uh, and what you do so you do need money to buy more paint and canvas so it's not going to come yeah, by yeah. itself <laughs> and yeah. we and as illustrators we do have certain obsessions with pencils and stationery that has to sustain itself we need the money <laughs> but uh, you know nowadays are, do you teach have you taught any formal classes for illustration or anything of that sort yeah um i held a couple of workshops at um, nca uh mm-hmm. they were uh, stop motion animation workshop oh wow um this was after i graduated and um uh, we had a fil- uh, not a film and tv sorry a multimedia masters department um i i did a short course for animation over there and uh, they knew about my work and stuff so they invited me uh to have uh, to hold a couple of months long uh, stop motion animation workshops that's pretty much sums and up my teaching how experience. do you how do you find uh, you know I knew my generation you know uh it was that generation it was that predominantly men went into this industry so how do you find like those that were younger than us are is it the same that there's more men in it or you know do you see other women there too yeah there are um, a lot of uh, women there now they might even outnumber especially in illustration wow uh, yeah there are a lot like as i said i've i've lost count i used to try and keep track <laughs> track of all the, the people who drew who did illustrated right but now i've lost count yeah that's fantastic and, uh, <laughs> again i think um, because of the internet and maybe also because mm-hmm. of instagram because uh, yeah a lot of people see this thing and they say oh i i'd like to do fan art of this thing too right and uh yeah and and the, the thing is uh i've noticed this thing is very popular especially in pakistan having um illustrated wedding cards so i see a lot of people oh, wow. doing that now that's cute and uh, like, yeah um i had another friend and she's also an illustrator again same genera- uh, generation as me and she did that for her wedding as well and i was like oh my god i wish i had i had thought of that for my own but you know it's i think it's adorable yeah um, yeah it is and a lot of people are getting them made now like it's it's a huge trend you see a lot of people who aren't who weren't even into illustration then you'd see their instagram and all of a sudden they're just doing wedding card illustrations oh wow no now, now they're illustr- there's a lot of people i think they've just gotten into illustration because somebody must have asked them okay oh, can you do do a wedding card for me and also have illustrated versions of herself so that's a huge thing and uh, Uh, they do pretty well. Wow. It, I mean, look at how it has changed, Maria. I mean, to us, like not being able to find anybody, but just like these two people on the internet. And now it's a big thing. I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a it's huge incredible. turnaround. Like, it's not even like it's just a one convention a year. Right. It's like, 
several conventions in the same city even happening at the same time like islamabad wow. karachi lahore they have like several conventions and they're big and people attend them and wow. the ones i've gone to there it's like uh, a lot of people in costumes and uh, there's also a lot of uh, i'm saying there's also a lot of background and that kind of gets into the nerdy stuff through marvel movies and stuff right. so you have a lot of people cosplaying as wolverine or uh, thor or some marvel character right and um, the thing so, is uh, I, i mean i can't even imagine it because when we were growing up just being able to find anime in pakistan was a was yeah. a ordeal i mean i almost i used to, almost impossible it was almost impossible i think I used to like we used to have like what LimeWire at that time. I think I had I had this stick I used to like maybe download and again this is illegal. I don't encourage anybody to do this but we used to get a lot of our our anime pirated because there was literally no way no other way get, get, I never, get anime. I never see any um, only by my by mistake sometimes I guess you'd find like an um, anime video cassette or uh, maybe by mistake Uh, yeah and i i think i've seen them at, back at that uh, in those days i think i must have seen a total of maybe three or four anime video cassettes ever and so that's uh, that and was I the only think, four uh, oh, so. oh, oh, spirit when spirited away came out i think that was the, yeah. the first mainstream that you could like buy in store and you know it's anime mm-hmm. but you know it was only a certain kind of anime that you could find i hooked it up when i found it but uh, the thing is anything else other than that you you would not be able to find it in stores and i remember uh, we used to have a channel again one of those pirated channels that used to come uh, uh, through cable we had axn and they used to show anime after 12 o'clock and i would be sitting up at night 12 o'clock trying to like get something like that used to have sub that would have subtitles on it now that they have conventions and everything i think that's incredible i mean i just can't wrap my head around it yeah well, i remember how frustrating it was because uh, you had the internet but it was dial up and yeah. if your um, connection got cut which it used to get cut off because oh, of lot. the phone lines we it needed phone lines and then your download would like it was gone then then there were some series that would be like hundreds of episodes episodes those were like yeah so difficult to get yeah <laughs> and yeah i hope i hope this upcoming generation appreciates how easy it is for easy them easy it is for them oh my god <laughs> But you know the way I guess if there is a big enough market because now that I'm in the US I have a streaming service that's just dedicated to anime and I I can watch it on that I'm sure because now Netflix is there and I think Netflix has some anime on it as well I'm not sure does it Netflix have- has a lot of anime I they do yeah, yeah so I just I forgot about that all the popular yeah, series yeah yeah they yeah. have all the they have all the Miyazaki movies they have like all the super popular series wow there are a lot of Stuff, yeah. Yeah, so man, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of what they have right now, Maria. It's not fair. <laughs> We should have gotten this. I know. I know. And I used to when I used to um, download a whole series, it would feel like such an accomplishment. accomplishment. And then I'd burn them on C- <laughs> burn them on CDs and and then I'd keep the CDs so carefully. And now uh just a week or so back, I was looking at those CDs like <laughs> what's the point what's the no, point no i can find everything i know <laughs> so easily i still have them in front of me i was like but 
I I don't know what to do with these anymore because they're they're so old and outdated. I mean, the, you can and you can stream those series so easily now. And I was like, yeah. but I can't like can't get myself to throw them away. They have such like nostalgic like meaning for me. Yeah, because, uh, my laptop doesn't even have a CD player anymore. So anymore. I don't know what to do. <laughs> But yeah, times have changed, Mari. I mean, they've changed for the better. I mean, I would hate for someone to struggle as much as we did to be able to a just find ourselves and find more people who can connect with and exchange notes with. Just just for that, you know, just for the simple things, illustration, graphic arts, all of these things are so mainstream. Even now, I mean, now over there, I think that's great that they they've made so much progress. Again, it was it didn't it won't take people at least twenty years to finally meet each other <laughs> like it was for yeah, us. Yeah. Sorry, I'm glad it happened. And so, uh, before I let you go, Maria, I you know I have and I've done this with every single guest, so you're gonna have to do it too. I have the rapid fire question round, and in which I give you five questions, and you can't think about the answers, and you have two choices. So you got to tell me uh, either one or the other, or a third one, whichever you prefer. So tell me, is it Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, do you like cats or dogs? Dogs. Okay. Uh, Batman or Superman? Uh, I guess Batman. Okay. And uh, Harry Potter or Hunger Games? Uh, Harry Potter. Okay. And the last one, just because we're in the digital art industry and it causes so much controversy, do you call it a GIF file or a GIF file? Oh, I. Calling a gift file. Oh gosh! <laughs> Every person I meet, they give me the same answer. It's not fair, Maria. Really? No, but you it's know, it's, other... <laughs> I, I get it. It's a, it's a, it's a preference. But I've always called it GIF in my head, and I, I can't get any, get anybody else who, who sees it the same way, and they start arguing with me online. I was like, ah, but I, I don't know. <laughs> but it makes you feel better. Uh, anybody I have this discussion with, they're, they're like correcting me. No, it's Jeff. Uh, my previous uh, <laughs> workplace, they were all like saying Jeff, 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 and I was like, it's Jeff. And so everybody I know, I think most of them say Jeff. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things, I guess. I think it's a preference thing, Maria. It's not even an actual thing. It's just that people like fighting over stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much Maria it was fantastic talking to you and I hope all of you enjoyed my my short conversation with Maria one of the only other nerds in Pakistan anime nerds illustration nerd whatever you call it other than myself that I found 20 years ago and I'm so glad I found her because I don't know if I would have been able to go on it doing what I'm doing, you know, what I did at that time uh, if it hadn't been for her. But it wasn't for her, you know, pushing me on and encouraging me. So oh, really, I, it's the same for I feel the same way because again it was just so encouraging. Uh, otherwise, I felt like kind of like an outsider. I was like, am I am I okay? Like, is this normal? <laughs> is so, this know, normal? Is this, this Do we need so to good. see somebody yeah. for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, until yeah. next time everyone take care of yourself and may peace be on you all 
Thank you so much for tuning in to I'm a Muslim and That's Okay. And if you wish to follow my social media for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. All the links to those are in the show notes. And if you are on Apple or on Spotify or on Podchaser, please do give my podcast a five-star rating. It really does help get me, you know, in the public eye. And if you wish to donate to support the podcast, you can do so through the PayPal link in my show notes as well. Take care.